talk. What does it mean? Where did it come from? Yeah, we don't know what it means. Check one, two. Check 123. All right. Check 100. Recording my channel. Your channel is being I usually recorded. record a backup channel of my side of the Zoom call, but yeah. we don't have that capability right now, so we're oh, praying fuck. that the Zoom recording will be sufficient, and it usually is, so I'm not really worried about it. That's epic. But just so you guys know, hopefully I wanted to do this because I can record directly into Pro Tools, mm. and I don't have to worry about making another session. Worst comes to worse. Another thing we could do is if, like, for example, this fucks up and then Jeff's audio is not there, I can also act out Jeff's pieces based okay. off of we'll do that. what I remember, like, in between. I could tell you that you could yeah. definitely do it. Yes. Or we could we could have you dub over the episode, Jeff. Like, we give you the episode without your track. Uh, no, yeah. not even from memory, dude. You just you just replace your track with whatever the fuck you want to say. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I'll probably like match it up exactly how I did it the first time. Right. But it'll be like an improv exercise. Well, that's that's the thing, Jeff. The only reason we're even putting that on the table as an option is because we know we can trust you. We know this is that's how you operate. Um, Well, it's it's like it's like young writers are supposed to take like catcher in the rye and like rewrite every word, word for word. Yeah. To get like a feel of the book of like the the magic of the the writing you know what i mean yeah isn't that what uh i i guess amongst most uh circles i hear it called just duck catcher and derive like da <laughs> the catcher and the catcher, catcher or the for today the catcher <laughs> and derive for today <laughs> will it be the catcher or derive for today english so teachers we- <laughs> across the country are constantly looking for new and relevant ways to teach classic literature. And that is just one of them. The catcher or the rye for today. <laughs> Phony, hey, dude. Is it going to be the catcher? Will or it be the mice or the men for today? I uh, got to tell you guys something that's uh, pretty big news for the podcast. We are getting sued by Apple yeah. after the last episode. Let's by go. Who? Uh, Apple, Apple. Tim Apple is suing us. Tim Apple is suing us himself. That makes Um, sense. He sent me an email today. Do you want me to read it to you? Yeah. And could you read it in his voice, please? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Let me go ahead and get this up. Let's hear what the Big Apple has to say. Let me log into my email. It's so insane. It it's password. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Um, okay. Here it is. All right. You swan, you vulgar little maggot, you worthless bag of filth. I wager you couldn't empty a boot of excrement were the instructions on the heel. You are a canker, a sore that will not go away. I would rather kiss a lawyer than be seen with you. Try to edit your responses of unnecessary material before attempting to impress us with your insight. The evidence that you are a complete nincompoop will still be available, but they will be able to access it more rapidly. 
you snail-skulled little rabbit. Would that a hawk pick you up, drive its beak into your brain, and upon finding it rancid, set you loose to fly briefly before spattering the ocean rocks with a frothy pink shame of your ignoble blood? May you choke on the queasy, convulsing nausea of your own trite, foolish beliefs. You are weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable. You are grimy, squalid, nasty, and profane. You are foul and disgusting. You are a fool, an ignoramus. And what meaning do you expect your delusional self-important statements of unknowing, inexperienced opinion to have to us who think and reason? What fantasy do you hold that you would believe that your tiny fisted tantrums would have more weight than that of a leprous desert rat spinning rapidly in a circle, waiting for the bite of a snake? You are a waste of flesh. You have no rhythm. That part hurt really bad. You are ridiculous and obnoxious. You are the moral equivalent of a leech. You are living emptiness, a meaningless void. You are sour and senile. You are a disease. You are a puerile, one-handed, slack-drawed, drooling meat slapper. You smarmy, lagerlout git. You bloody woofter sod. Bugger off, Pillock. You grotty, wanking, oink, artless, base court, Apple John. <laughs> so, wait, this is and, your sexting conversation with him? And it gets worse. It's so this, long. This is to you, though, right? Specifically? Yeah, he sent it to me. Well, I, I, I agree. From <laughs> Tim at Apple.com. Which I was is, waiting for like. An inaccurate, like I was waiting, like for it to get to the part where he was not, he was like lying. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I see where he's coming from. Is what I mean. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I, I, I can't disagree with him. How much is he suing us for? Yeah, he didn't mention any lawsuit in that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I read. Well, so, the lawyer sent another one. This was just like his angry email. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. He sounds mad. No, for sure. Did, did you reply, you mad, bro? I told him, check out the new Charlie Coffin flick. It's great. <laughs> did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it last night. What did you think of it? I've been meaning to watch it. Me it's, too. Um, the thing is, is that like, like it's okay. It's not bad at all. Right, <laughs> because it's and like I like pretty much all of his other movies. You you're know you're I mean? selling you're selling this like it's like an IPA or something. Yeah, so you're like you're like trying to sell us on it. Yeah, you're like it's yeah. not bad at all. Like it's a little I bit always, unfiltered. When I to love when I like love a movie, I always try to introduce it by saying <laughs> it's really not bad at all. Yeah. And like I can see on people's faces like how interested they are in the rest of what I have to say. Yeah. That's ac- so. that's actually the headline for most uh five-star movie reviews. <laughs> it's not so, bad at all. The thing is is that the movie was 
there are parts of the movie that for a really long stretch of time you are thoroughly entertained. And okay. there's even some parts where there's like pretty good tension building. And then there's like maybe about 50% of the movie that is just like it's like he decided to take this idea of being like in a in a bad relationship that you don't think that's going anywhere and like forcing you into actually being in a bad relationship but with Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> Do you know what Isn't I mean? that all of his movies? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say but <laughs> this one felt like I was kind of getting like drilled in the head. Like hmm. just like slowly but surely like someone took a drill on and put it on the lowest setting and put one of those fat drill bits on it and it's just like it's just slowly but, rotating for a while it just kind of like burns scanners. the skin a little bit yeah it just burns the skin a little bit and it, it starts off as just like carpet burn almost you know what I mean until slowly it gets rid of the dermis there, uh, the there are communities of the people dermis. that enjoy that yeah that's true yeah but I mean, it just, I mean, eventually, like, yeah, it, it cracked the the frontal layer of my skull and uh, mm-hmm. ended up just going right on down. But, I mean, I would, would I watch it again? I probably would. Like, if I was... Um, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch well, it tonight. I'm, I'm like, curious. I feel like this is kind of like one of those things where, like, so I love being John Malkovich. I think that's hands down. Like one of my faves, you know what sure. I mean. It's Eternal classic. Sunshine's pretty good. I I like to watch it every time I'm like going through a breakup because it's just <laughs> good to watch. Um, Synecdoche, New York. Uh, yeah, that one's pretty hardcore. Disturbs I me mean, because it's like, uh, what's his name? Just has like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman has like some nasty piss in that movie. <laughs> That, that movie is like super sad and it's like pretty good, yeah. but I feel like that was the first one Charlie Kaufman like directed. And yeah, I feel like he tried to do some like striking, like artsy, like visual stuff with it. And it's yeah. just like, just didn't work as good as the other ones, but you Here's, left out, you left out adaptation, which is like my favorite. Yeah, one. That that's what I was going to say. That one, that one, that one in, in a good way is one of the most like, exhausting movies i've ever seen but like it it is so good like it's It's by the end i was like yeah it's a perfect movie yeah it was so good i need to rewatch it actually i watched it in college this one's definitely exhausting but to be honest with you the thing that's most exhausting was that the movie was in 4-3 oh what dude 4-3 rules what do you like 4-3 dude you pro 4-3 this meme made by 4-3 gang uh damn don't fucking shit on 4-3 in this zoom chat but can we talk about Watch your you fucking cook, mouth when you click a movie on Netflix and it says it's in 4K and it opens up a 4-3 letterbox <laughs> you got you got to be kidding me dude <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me <laughs> wow I mean this actually yeah. contributes to the actual experience of the film so sure. it, it got notched a, a letter sure on, I'm not saying letterbox. I'm not saying I like letterboxes I like letterboxed mm-hmm. the website Mm, yeah i will say that i mean letterboxing on a 16 by 9 tv is annoying but a lot of classic movies that are shot in 4-3 simply don't work yeah in any other aspect ratio okay but like a lot of those classic movies that are shot in 4-3 
like the black and white ones are great if you have a great display because then you forget the TVs there. Sure. Which I mean, after a while, I did forget about it because it was black on the side and the lights were <laughs> off. But that's the idea. Uh, this, yeah, that's I the mean, idea. This, this podcast is sponsored once you, again. You don't have a you don't have a border OLED on TV. your fucking uh, on your TV when you're watching for You don't have like a. Isn't it called like a, a, like, a bevel? A bezel? A bezel? bezel? Yeah. No, I'm gonna yeah, be honest with you. Well, there isn't that big of a bezel, but I feel like I should just paint the back wall black. Yes. That would be lit. Yeah. You should and do it yourself. Bella's probably like in the other room right now. You should like, do like, it with the, the windows closed. Yeah. You should do it with the yeah. windows closed. For sure. Yes, dude. Yourself. I need some blackout curtains just for that, though. For real. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, I, I would like to firmly put my support of 4-3 aspect ratio out in the open. Um, haters may disagree. But um, I'm brave enough to say it. I think one of the best things about this podcast is that we're not afraid to make firm stances. I agree. You know what I mean? We're not afraid to get political. We're not yeah. afraid to get yeah, a little controversial. I, you know, I don't know what I mean? I feel about that. I'm a little middle of the road on that statement. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, hey, we will buddy, not you better, tolerate that. You better on get out of the middle of the you road. You have to choose. You have get, to pick a fucking side. I don't want any nuance or ambiguity I'll, or uh, unsure I'll, statements. If you're if you're give standing while, in the middle of the road, give me a while to think on it. You know, if you're if you're okay. standing in the middle of the road, Jeff, you're gonna get hit by a car. All right, that's and what I made sidewalks. Some people are into that. So choose a side, dude. Some people yeah, are true. into getting hit by a car. There's a whole that's movie. True. about Yeah, it. there's a whole movie about it. I and it's really good. Cool. It's called The Fast and Furious Seven. <laughs> I have too the, fast. The, no, dude, it's I called have the cars. Jerome Ballard. <laughs> dude, I watched I Cars recently. Cars? Yeah. With yeah, Owen, by, Owen Wilson? Yeah. The, yeah, the, the classic Ballard uh, novel Cars. What were you yeah. saying about I love him? that scene. I love that scene, Cars, uh, with the Owen Wilson, where he crashes into the building and then, like, Ben Stiller and Danny Glover and uh, Gene Hackman all come out and uh, there's a wedding. You know, Luke Wilson's there. Yeah. Yeah. Cronenberg, and, uh, one of Cronenberg's best films. Yeah. And then it has uh, the Beatles, Let It Be. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just love those Cronenberg like end scenes where s- suddenly things are in slow motion. Yes. Yeah. And there's some nostalgic music. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cars is fucking sick, dude. Indie classic. I yeah. I honestly like it's hidden gem. If you if you go on like Pixar films ranked, all three of the Cars movies are always in the bottom. Sure. And to be fair, you watch the movie and the <laughs> plot is very insignificant. There are a lot of. I mean, I haven't seen these since I was a kid, but I seem to remember there being a lot of like plot holes or like holes in the lore of cars. Yeah, like you sure. watch, I don't know, you watch like Ratatouille and it's mm-hmm. kind of all explained, like, like even though it's a talking, uh, not a talking yeah. rat, but he, he can communicate with uh, the, the guy and it's kind of all uh, explained, even if it is fantastic. But cars is a whole other story for because sure. Don't, there's a don't whole. You think- but don't you think the Ratatouille thing just has has to do with like Patton Oswald's involvement? Because he's like talks a lot and explains a lot of his jokes. Kind of like maybe a nerd. so. Maybe, maybe so. 
he, yeah. he was involved in cars, but then, you know, maybe it wouldn't have had the magic of, uh, you know, Gene Hackman, Ben Stiller and yeah. Yeah. And, and, you and Danny know, Glover, dude. Yeah. Danny Glover. You almost forgot about Danny Glover. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, you know who knows, same. who knows how, how Cronenberg would have worked with, uh, Patton Oswalt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cronenberg is Canadian and I just feel like Patton Oswalt just wouldn't, he's so American, uniquely American. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It wouldn't. Yeah. It clashes a little bit. Actually, though, have have you guys seen any of Cronenberg's newer movies with uh, um, Robert Pattinson? Because I haven't seen them, and I'm curious to see if they're good. No. Uh, isn't he in the one with? No, I'm thinking of the one with Keira Knightley. The new Batman, dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the new Batman. Yeah. Here wait. The Cronenberg like, Batman. Cosmopolis. It has like Paul Giamatti in it as well. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, Cosmopolis. I have not seen it. And there's another thought. one. There's a more recent one too. Is it? Uh, I think. Maps to the stars. Maps to oh, the I, stars. I feel like I may have seen that one actually, like on okay. a plane or something. Because I've only, I mean, I've only been watching Cronenberg's like most famous films so i haven't seen yeah. his, his new ones and i'm wondering if they're any good yeah i mean the last one i saw was like the one about the psychoanalyst it was it's like young and someone else and like here knightley's in it mm-hmm. i think it was the previous one to a those dan- two. is it a dangerous method a dangerous method yeah, yeah. and it was it was okay it's like you know I feel like Cronenberg kind of fell off for me after like a history of violence. Like that shit was sick. And yeah, that's it, that that one's been in my queue. I, I know that's like one of his most acclaimed films. So I, I haven't seen it yet, though. Um, I I watched Scanners the other week, and that one was pretty sick. Yeah, I mean the early like visceral body horror shit, like Scanners, yeah. uh, Videodrome. Oh, that Videodrome that is sick. That was smart religion, yeah. baby. I mean, but then he had like peak, like obviously the fly was huge and my, my personal favorite dead ringers is fucking awesome. I loved dead ringers. It was so good. Yeah. That shit's fucking tight. He did existence. He did also existence rules. I loved it. I, it was so sick. Those, yeah. All those three dead ringers, existence and crash. We're so I was like I was I I love everything about Existence except for the movie, like the whole (laughs) everything that goes on in the movie. I think it's so depressing. You know, it's like underratedly underratedly one of his bleakest films because like just the entire idea and like I kind of actually liked this about it, like the 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 logic hole of like you know it's like a game within a game sort of thing. Mm Um, that the natural like feedback loop is that video game designers are celebrities in this fantasy video game world is like so funny to me. Like it's like so meta For and sure. like, like it's just, it's, it's frankly nonsensical cause it doesn't really have that much to do with like actual video game culture at all. Um, the only, <laughs> unless you're talking about John Carmack, dude, <laughs> fucking, uh, Bethesda boy, what's his name? Uh, Todd his name? Howard. Todd Howard. I mean, Todd Howard is 
so hot. Yeah, he's hot. Agreed. Todd Howard could get it. Todd Howard. Let's go ahead and get a picture of Todd Howard up, and I'll expl- I'll like uh, describe him to the camera <laughs> since we can't. So Todd Howard, I got a picture of him up right now, and he's got this. He looks nice, like a Lord of the Rings extra. Yeah. In this picture, he's got this nice brown hair, just like kind of just <laughs> sitting nicely on there, and it's 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 slightly curly. It's it actually reminds me a lot of my hair. It's wavy, but it's not curly. So mm-hmm. I'd say like it doesn't really get full curves, but it does have a nice wave to it, and it's got a good texture. Now we move down. He's got these luscious blue green eyes that just pierce you. I mean, they just look right at you. And he's actually got a pretty nice set of brows. I'm not going to lie. He's got a really honestly solid nose. Looks like he's never broken his nose. Probably didn't get into hardcore or anything <laughs> like that. And then when you scan back down, it's more of a you see his, guy. his lips and they're not good. They are thin <laughs> as fuck up top. There is, there's nothing to show right there. Docking there's one star for the lips. Docking one star for the lips. Uh, adding three stars for the sideburns that he's got going on. Mm. I mean, this is, you can clearly see he stopped shaving. You know how the cheek line, like right where the cheek, like where you'd, where you'd separate the beard, he shaves just the cheek, but he goes, he goes lateral up to the ear. And um, what happens there is you get these perfect full sideburns when you do that. Mm. Okay. I just, I'd love to see it, honestly. Um, so that's been the man review for today. This has been the man review. The we are sponsored review. today by Microsoft. Welcome back um, to the f- fucking man review. We have been sponsored by Microsoft. They are trying yeah. to get out the word about their new acquisition of Bethesda. And uh, they want us to rate Todd Howard's looks. So people will buy fucking Elder Scrolls 6 in 2025. when that comes People are going to buy it regardless, baby. <laughs> Let's and go. irregardless I, too. Yeah, I gave him a seven. You give him a seven, dude. Sure. Would you? Uh, it's time. It's time. Time for another episode of Sm- Smash or Pass. <laughs> Todd Howard, Smash or Pass, Jeff. Definitely Smash. Damn. What about John Carmack, dude? Google him. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Smash too. What about uh, John McAfee, dude? Putting up the hat trick of smashes right now. What about John McAfee? Yo, that guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He murdered some dude in Belize. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely he, smash. He's he's one of a murder. He made fucking McAfee antivirus. And, dude, and he's he one fucking, of the most unhinged yeah. people on earth. Yeah. And he there, fucking murdered someone in Belize. Or whatever. Is it really? Yeah, there's a documentary. Is it a, is it a Tim Burns? The Tim Burns doc? The Ken Burns? Who the fuck's Tim Burns? Uh, Tim Burns, dude. Tim Burns. <laughs> Tim Burns. <laughs> Tim Burns, dude. Do you know Tim Burns? Mm-mm. He's, uh, the act- he's in Mad Max. Uh, the OG one, 1979. Good save, dude. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Good save. Yeah, I've never seen any of the Mad Max movies. He he played That's Johnny the Boy in uh in the OG uh, Mad Max. So 
That makes uh, a lot of he sense. Was, he, I mean, you know who else was in there? Fucking Hugh uh, Keys Burn is fucking toe cutter. Don't know who that is. And, and wait, but you, how could you forget David Brack's interpretation of Mud Guts, dude? Well, I haven't. I've, there's nothing to forget because I haven't seen it. Neither have there I, but I mean. I heard, Mad Max, I heard Mad Max Fury Road was pretty good. Yeah, that's I haven't seen that. I've seen it. I feel like it's one of those movies where like people who don't like any of like the really shitty eighties action movies are like Mad Max Fury Road. It's good. Isn't that but I love shitty eighties action movies. Same dude. But isn't that the last level in uh, Mario Kart? Yeah. Fury Road. You know what? You know what movie absolutely just blitzes left, right, back and forth? (laughs) Um (laughs) Total Recall, dude. Oh, I haven't seen uh, that. Oh, yeah. Three titties. Fucking, yeah, dude. Total Recall rules. It's pretty tight. Total yeah. Recall is cool. My, the movie like, oh, well, speaking oh, of Verhoeven, I just watched uh, Robocop for the first time. How was it, dude? It was so good. I loved it. Yeah, Robocop's pretty good. It was sick. fucking Robocop five also stars. Rules it was all star classic. Fucking yeah. every like Twin Peaks man is in that. <laughs> it's Ray Wise and uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Dude, Ray Wise is everywhere. I, I like. Yeah. I just rewatched uh, season three of Fargo. He's in that. He's just in everything. Ray Wise is like, in God's Not Dead too. How I Damn. Met Your Mother. He's just like everywhere. Like yeah. anywhere you, anything you turn on, he's there. Oh yeah. Well, I now that I have my Plex server up and running, I uh, Plex baby. I downloaded Plex. complete Twin Peaks series. So I'm planning I mean, on doing. You've a, seen it all, full, right? Oh yeah, I have. I just I was planning on doing a full rewatch. Wait, did and you so, watch? You watched that like four hour explanation on YouTube? No, I have not, and I kind of refuse to watch it because no, I. No, you should. It's really I, good. Really, I, I kind of want to watch it again. I watched it in the summer, and I, I, I want to start. I heard I'm it was start like, making explain videos on youtube but they're just like totally fucking wrong yeah you should do that and you should make them like six hours long and like yeah. monetize it so you'll make a million dollars per video oh yeah dude i think it'd be sick i don't know i've heard i've heard it's his i don't know maybe i should watch it just so i can say because I, I can't really I'm talk like, about it because i haven't seen it but i'm pretty convinced honestly the theory is pretty fucking good like yeah. once he go, gets into it i'm just like you know what? This makes a lot of sense. More sense than any other Twin Peaks like theory I've ever seen. And as it goes on and on, it's just like more and more convincing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. The other thing too about like something like Twin Peaks is like I'm not like dying to have it explained to me. Is the other thing too. Like I, like I'll watch I'll watch a, a an interpretation analysis and see what people have to say, but like on the other hand, like I'm not like I enjoy david lynch's stuff without like understanding exactly what it's supposed to mean you know what i mean me me too and i felt that way but i've also always watched people's interpretations because i think it's like opener interpretations and i'm curious what other people think of it yeah i've always been fascinated with that aspect of like lynch lynch's work Mm -hmm. so and you see it with like stanley kubrick too you know yeah i like i I remember yeah I remember I seeing uh, there's, there's this super yeah. long web page about The Shining, and it's just like a single HTML web page, 
And it just goes on and on and on with like all sorts of like theories about The Shining. And like when I first because like The Shining was like the first like psychological like horror movie I saw. And like, honestly, like it got me into like movies as an art form. Like I, I was like super like obsessed with it for a while and like i remember like diving into that website and be like oh my god like this is fucking insane like all these things are insane and then yeah i was doing the soy face like jacob is doing right now <laughs> i was doing the reddit r movies soy face i got this like um, uh auto zoom shit now so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron, Aaron, you've seen You've seen the documentary like the two room 237 or whatever right i have and i was really disappointed by it when yeah, I it was mediocre. It, it was like it I, I was. I, I I mistakenly assumed it was going to be about the making of the film, but it was just theories adjacent to the interpretation of the film, and it was. I didn't really agree with like most of it. <laughs> did Did you see Doctor Sleep? No, I heard it was really good though. It was sick. Yeah, very good. I heard it was because I saw the trailer and I was. That's skeptical. what my dad keeps saying, dude. He keeps being like. <laughs> He's like, it kind of sucks in the beginning, but then they get to the Overlook Hotel and it gets good. I promise you, man. Maybe I should watch it. I, My dad's I haven't, like I haven't a, rewatched The Shining in a while. Maybe I should rewatch The Shining and then watch that. Because I, I, I saw the trailer and I was like super skeptical. I'm like, this can't, this isn't going to be any good. But then I've heard, I've read reviews that it's like, it's like amazing. And it's also it like amazing sick, that it's yeah. good in the first place. Because like, how, how do you follow up The Shining? My, uh, with like a, spiritual successor you know speaking well, it was of a, you know it was a novel with dr sleep also right Damn. right right all right man oh yeah so i'll i'll add that to the yeah to the queue so speaking of dr sleep slash the shining my dad's a really big uh stephen king fan so mm-hmm. when i was like growing up we would watch like any and all stephen king movies <laughs> when they were adapted yeah like, pretty much like they get adapted we watch it we watch an old one and the best thing was like my dad's review at the end because he'd be like, that was pretty good. Or he'd be like, damn, that shit fucking sucked. <laughs> Those are his what, two what, reviews. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say about the Green Mile? Uh, I think he liked the Green Mile. Sick. Yeah. Um, That's their prequel yeah, to Eight Mile, right? Yeah. yeah. The Green Mile, then Eight Mile. With Tom Hanks and then Eight Michael Miles Clark, starring dude. Chet Chet Hanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chet Hanks. Yeah. Eight, eight Mile remake when with Chet Hanks? Holy the fuck. Eight Mile. Eight Mile, <laughs> eight mile starring Chet, Chet Hanks and then like finger snap Boombaclaw. Yeah, big ups to uh to Chet Hanks. Honestly, he's dude. really holding it down. <laughs> he's holding something down. Someone's got a lots of movie talk this week. I'm into it. Yeah, it's big, big movie energy. Yeah, I've been mm-hmm. watching like alternating between like like a serious movie and then like a Pixar movie and then a serious movie and then back to a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I just finished uh, Hunter Hunter the anime. It was oh yeah, pog. it's kind of kind of pog, dude. Kind of pog. Poggers in the chat. Poggers in the chat, dude. Maybe so. Yeah, I watched like the first two yeah. episodes. And I don't have anything to say about it because I, I cried like it. six times during the show. Yeah. Last night, um, Serena and I rented Malibu's Most Wanted. Nice, dude. What'd you rent it on? Amazon. Pri- Amazon. Amazon, Prime. dude. Lining yeah, Bezos' pockets, up. dude. You don't even need to. I was like, Jamie you don't Kennedy even need to needs rent it. it on there, dude. 
You can rent it. it on there, dude. <laughs> you can rent it somewhere <laughs> else. I know. I fucked Damn. up. Canceled. <laughs> um, it was good. Five stars. Five five bags of popcorn. Oh. Five exactly bags of popcorn. as I remember it. <laughs> See, I'm trying to let me pull up my. Uh, I rate I rate this Amazon movie, re- uh, Amazon rental, uh, four bathroom breaks out of five. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was prime. Uh, now that we're talking about movies, I'm pulling yeah. up what I've what I've watched recently. So it's a, it's a do, movie dude. talk. Movie talk pod. Sort by date most added. recent. Follow me on Letterboxd. A A Follow follow Aaron on Letterboxd. Follow me on Letterboxd. By the way, my review of I'm Thinking of Ending Things was just do it, you fucking pussy. Yeah, it was a pretty good review. It's a pretty good review. Okay, here's my recently watched. Go for it. Um, Chunking Express. Five fucking uh, stars. That more just slaps. Like, more like Chungus Express. Am I right? Yo, dude! <laughs> big Chungus Express! Yo, big Chungus in the, the chat. chat. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was so yeah. good. It was great. Yeah. I need to watch more of because like, I've only seen that and uh, in the mood for love. So I'm gonna have to queue up the yeah. rest of his uh, films. I watched the Poughkeepsie tapes. That shit was dog shit. Two stars. Awful found footage yeah. movie. You know what though? If I rewatched it as a have have you guys seen it? The Poughkeepsie tapes. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. I've never wanted to watch it. Yeah, it was one of those. There's a thread on Twitter. It was like. Um, uh quote tweet this with like a movie scene that like has stuck in your head ever since you saw it and like it was mostly a bunch of horror films and that there was one scene from that that like kind of went viral it's like a pretty creepy scene or whatever but it's at the end of the movie and like the whole lead up is so fucking bad that i had no uh no like horror like it was the least convincing movie i've seen in, so, in a long time i don't know it was like it was, if you watched it as a as like a mockumentary because it's like a found footage like murder mystery thing with like all these like vhs tapes of like gruesome torture and stuff if you watch it as a satire of that it's very funny because like the performances are so bad and like there's so there's some parts that are just like ridiculous but like if, if you try to take it seriously it's like it's it's pretty bad um yeah, and man. Then, I don't know. Um, like, for me, that like I'm I'm kind of into like art films. So <laughs> like, like the thing is, is like Andy so Warhol's in the chat, dude. Yeah, dude. we we rented <laughs> uh, we rented Malibu's Most Wanted, but then the movie before that, we we um you know we went back to like the classic the new guy with dj qualls dude have you ever seen uh with henry, henry rollins as the the warden oh insane have you ever seen uh annie hall by woody allen dude that's a funny movie like it's like a comedy but it's like kind of old isn't that kind of like like a rip off of that francis hall movie hey dude have you ever seen annie hall by woody allen it's like a comedy but it's like from 1977 are you doing Things, your are you doing comedies? your impression of like a DIY dude outside of a show hey, smoking hey, a cigarette right now? Hey man, have you seen uh, Andy Hall? Have, well, time out. Let me turn up the, the 
Hey man, have you seen uh, Annie Hall by Woody Allen? It's uh, it's pretty crazy because it's from 1997, but it's actually a pretty funny movie. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I really liked it when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, have you guys seen uh, Annie Hall? It's a movie by Woody Allen. It's from <clears throat> 1977, and to be honest with you, the humor still kind of packs a punch. Is that the one where he's dressed <laughs> like sperm on the cover of the box? Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> Never heard yeah. of this guy, Woody Allen. Sounds like a fake yeah. name. He's part I, of Monty, Monty Python. Oh, okay. I get it. Have y'all seen... English guy. <laughs> I'm on a mission recently to watch, like, all the vampire movies. Every vampire? My friend published a like, book about vampire movies, by the way. I'm really? plugging that right now. Charlie Bromesco. He, yeah, he's sounds, a movie critic. He, he published sounds, a book about yeah. vampire movies. It sounds Luciferian. So, Very much so. I, I watched Let the Right One In for the second time, and one of my favorite highlights from that movie is that the soundtrack is really good, but the dude who did the soundtrack got cursed into making the soundtracks for the Battlefield games for the rest of his goddamn life. Oh, Because literally, you see his soundtrack credits, it's like the most popular ones, Let the Right One In, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 2, Battlefield 3. Sucks, I mean, dude. I'm sure he got a, got a pretty good paycheck for that, though. You think, really he got, you think he yeah, got dude. cursed by the vampires? Yeah, into making uh, bloated uh, video games. Yeah, I've dude, seen right? what we do in the shadows. I know how that shit works. That one's a banger, dude. The show is good. The show's all right, dude. It doesn't. The show's okay, here's pretty the good. thing. The movie I watched a good bit of that show, and I swear to fucking god, I watched the whole first season in a day. I remember I ordered like Chinese food. From nearby, I sat down with the Chinese food. It was back when I had that trunk as a coffee table. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I had the trunk as the coffee table. I sat like on the floor on the trunk, ate all my Chinese food. I'm pretty sure I got General So's and uh, like an egg roll. Nice. I ate the whole thing, sick to my stomach. Watched all of the first season of What We Do in the Shadows. If you ask me to tell you one part from that show that I remember. A single part, I couldn't tell you, dude. I do not know. Yeah, if you if you ask me to tell you a part from the movie, I can tell you a couple of parts, dude. So I don't want to I, hear your interpretation love, of any of it. I love Matt Barry, like who plays one of the vampires in the show. He's one of my favorite British actors. I've seen mm -hmm. him in Snuffbox. I've seen him in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I've Yo, seen them I on the IT crowd, that. dude. It's been on my list forever. I've watched all three of them shits. I love each and every one of them. But I just, it just didn't stand out to me. There's also that episode of Portlandia where he's like a child's musician, where he like does like the wiggles kind of shit. And like, it's a really good episode because like, it's like the two, like Fred and Carrie want to like start like a, like a sonic youth kind of band, but for kids. <laughs> So they're just like using like feedback and distortion, but singing about like, like two kids. Uh -huh. It's pretty good. I support. I, that. I honestly think it's one of the most like it's got because like Portlandia has a bad rap, but like that that episode popped off. Anyway, I mean, early Portlandia was pretty funny. It's just that it, I feel like it went on for too long. Like it kind of it kind of started folding back yeah. on itself near the end. You know? Yeah. Sure. 
Agreed. Right. Much I like the Ouroboros, dude. They were kind of well. That that that. I mean, Portlandia was like the standard bearer of like indie comedy in like 2010. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. That was what you had to beat. Exactly. Yeah. That washed out theme song, dude. Also, Dice Software that makes Battlefield is located in Sweden. Hmm. What does that tell I, has us? Has Sweden ever seen a war? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know, I but don't I know. feel like it's offensive if they have and you don't know it. <laughs> yeah, there's probably Hold some up. historical event that you're let treading me take on. A, let me take a look at Stockholm real quick. <laughs> Let me hit that history tab. You guys know about that? Yes. <laughs> You're getting the history from the history tab. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, no, dude. It's a on history Wiki- lesson. On Wikipedia, dog. Uh, that's All not right. credible. Uh, looks like they're in World War One and Two. Let's take it a makes look sense, here. dude. They're in Europe. Sweden was officially neutral during World War One, so pussies. Wow, p- pussies. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. Wow. Uh, during the last year of the war, Sweden began to play a war a role in humanitarian efforts and accepted refugees. So it sounds like they didn't do much of shit. Yeah, they were just like, <laughs> yeah. we have chocolate, come get chocolate. Not surprising, dude. Yeah, they were like, they were telling refugees to shop at IKEA. They're yeah. like, the meatballs are cheap here. Whatever, dude. You'll never get out. <laughs> What's yeah. that one uh, World War One movie that was really good that just got remastered? Uh, the one with Ellen DeGeneres in it? Yeah, the one with Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, what is that called? Uh, it was fucking uh, World. It's, got, it's by that one dude. It's fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, Wonder Woman, dude. Yeah, Wonder Isn't Woman. That- that's the Gal one with there, there's no crying in baseball, right? Yeah. Yeah. A League of Their Own. Yes. Yeah, a League of Starring Their Own. Starring Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. And Ellen. And Ellen. Yeah. She's the coach. She's uh, the coach. That, that movie, by the way, is... Um, uh, what is it called, dude? It's just not even coming to me. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I feel like an idiot. We've like, been talking about watching it for like months. Yeah, I was gonna go see it at like a film forum or some shit, and then it like, then COVID happened, so it just kind of like dropped. I know we had been talking about going to see it. I come and it's see. Polish, it's called Come yeah. and See. Come and see. It's Polish okay. though, isn't it? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it pol- doesn't get better than the the poles know how to make films. Yeah, dude. Slavsky. That shit slaps. Yeah, dude. And uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, the one who did uh, uh, Possession. He's Polish. Oh, yeah. And uh, Polar Express. Yeah, Polar (laughs) Express, dude. Tom Hanks. Yo, also, like... That's the first Tom Hanks movie we mentioned. I know. Shout out to Polish food, dude. Yo, dude. Oh, my God. Wait. There's that Polish restaurant that we went to that one time in Queens. And I'm like, every time I'm like, if I, I think of it, I'm like, damn, like we only went like once. We need to go back. But then like, it's been COVID, so we can't. Go yeah. Back. And it's about to be prime season for Polish food. I too. know. It's oh, like perfect. Yeah. The Here's perfect the thing, time. though. You know that um, there's that fresh and save on Myrtle Avenue. Yes. 
They got pierogies in the refrigerated section. Yo! Oh, yeah. We got and that shit like, here. Let's but, go. But, you know, Ridgewood's got that mad Eastern European vibe. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely slide through. all Polish. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I mean, know. Yeah, Jeff, you're, you're swimming in it right there. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. Is it, are any of them Lucky. doing the Uber Eats? Have you guys heard of this before, Uber Eats? Is I've that, heard of Uber, and I know what, what Eats is. Is, is that, that when your I don't Uber know driver? What you're about. That's is that when your a, Uber driver is eating. I've, yeah. That yeah. happens to me all, all the time. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. new tier of service when where you can Uber request an Uber driver who's eating. When your Uber driver won't share his fries, though? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Okay. Sicko mode. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? I want to watch uh, On the Silver Globe, though. It's the other movie by... Uh, uh, Zolowski or whatever who did uh, Possession. It's supposed to be a, a banger. So I might give it a watch at some point. I'll let you guys I downloaded know the next Possession. Episode of it. it was taking yeah, a dude. million years to download, but it finally finished. Did you so get an I, HEVC, dude? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Thank fuck. I've been, I'm, 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 uh, I'm joining the HEVC cult now. Dang. I'm only downloading HEVC from now on. Yeah. That shit slaps. I mean, Frame.io said HEVC, H265, what it is, and why should you choose it over VP9 or AV1? And I, I trust them, motherfuckers. I frankly agree with them. Yeah, dude. So. <laughs> it's just it's just better. It's the macro blocking. You know what I mean? You just you get rid of so many artifacts on macro blocking. Absolutely, dude. I couldn't I mean, agree more. Yeah. Whatever. So... And the we fact look. that like an HEVC CTUs actually use a combination of inter and intra frame compression, dude. I like, know, dude. It's yeah, fucking dude. crazy. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on, dude. I just, I don't even, I don't get it. And like you also, you add fucking sample adaptive offset and adaptive loop filtering. Yes. Both of them, dude. <laughs> Both of them, dude. No way. It's fucking <laughs> insane, dude. Yeah, dude. It's it's wild. So I love Codex, dude. Yeah, Codex, dude. Of course. Oh, my mom's FaceTiming me. Let me get another Yo, what up? Hey, what's up, mom? I'm doing the podcast. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I hope I'm not on the podcast. Nah, you're not on the podcast. Don't worry about <laughs> it. That sounds great. Yeah. Au revoir. All right. Wow. She that sounded salty. Do we need she to get like, a release? Do we need a podcast? Mom on the pod. Do we need to get a release from your mom to ha- to Shut- have her clip on the podcast or not? Uh, nah, dude. I don't think so. She, she sounded mad like we bumped her or something. Like you she guys had a phone call though? set up for now, and Double you're, book. Uh, you're like, you're like, call me at uh at eight thirteen, and she calls you, and you're like, sorry, mom, I'm busy right now, <laughs> dude. I, yeah. They call me Double Book Daryl, honestly, because I'm always Double Book, uh, dude. Have you like ever seen my Google calendar? Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen my Google calendar? Let me show you this. Get ready. Get ready. I'm waiting. You ready for this shit? Are you right. ready? Let's fucking go. Check out that Google calendar, dude. You have to sign in. I don't have an account, dude. I don't see anything. 
Yeah, that's the problem, dude. I can't manage my appointments because they don't have a an account. Uh, you're so calendar. you're so bad at life. Okay, real quick, let's go ahead and make a little bit of time for our sponsor today. So you wouldn't download a podcast is paid for by Google Calendar today. Are you having a problem managing your time? Are you having a problem with meetings overlapping? Are you not sure whether or not you're free on any given day? Google Calendar fixes this for you. Whether you're trying to figure out if it's time to meet your wife in the East Village for dinner or if it's time to meet your mistress in the West Village for dinner. It's super easy to figure out with Google Calendar. You can have multiple calendars in all the different views at all times, which is really great. And with Google Meet scheduling, you're able to talk to your colleagues at your job that doesn't do anything at all whenever you want. In fact, the best thing about Google Calendar for me is that I've been able to schedule meetings at work when I don't even really need to schedule a meeting and it could have just been a message. Yeah. So I would say uh, Google Calendar is definitely the piece of software to get to start managing your calendars today. Um, and that's it. Uh, back to you wouldn't download a podcast. Wow. I'm, Thanks, Jacob, for that message. About, I don't know about you guys, but I, I really feel like I need to start getting my dates in line mm -hmm. and uh, organized. I need to organize my dates for sure. Yeah. Jack is like soy facing it crazy right now. Dude, I there's, just. There's I some just... energy. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. That's funny. All right. So um, I, I told Jeff before we started the podcast that we should try to make this a 30 minute podcast today. Damn. Because. Uh, and I said that well, was unfair to the. Because, uh, the listeners. The listeners like want it, we, dude. We have gone longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. 49 I, minutes. I have a friend who listens to the podcast. His name's uh, Jeremy. His who the fuck is this guy? His name's Jeremy, um, Jeremy Norbert, and he lives at 631 <laughs> South. Can you give his address out, dude? <laughs> south, You're him? South, south Pendleton. South, uh, south, south, south Pendleton. Holy south fuck. Pendleton. South Pendleton Road. That zip code 11237. That's in, <laughs> in Bushwick, Bushwick, New York. <laughs> Bro. What Bro, about this Jeremy? Jeremy? What about this Jeremy? If you're listening, dude, I apologize that I just dox you. Send anthrax to Jeremy's house and <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't know anyone Jeremy. at the CIA, dude. We Yo, can't get Jeremy. that government anthrax. If you got a ski mask, dude, I'll send you a couple of links on some other things you could do to Jeremy. Oh my god. Some That's links? the end of the okay. podcast. <laughs> That's the end of today's episode. Jacob's Jacob's Jacob uh, just put out a hit on someone. Jacob's sucking some Sucking some air. Jacob's smoking some, some, some uh, air phallus. Some. Holy shit! Jacob's like really <laughs> doing it. Oh, that was like some <laughs> Yeah. Um. All right. So well, I guess. Impulse. What song? <laughs> what? That's that. <laughs> what song should we play in post? Since we can't get the. Oh, we didn't talk about the whole VB meter banana thing not being set up. 
So we don't need, we sent, don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. we, what just song? we simply don't need to talk about that. What song should we put in post? <clears throat> That's a great question. Um, yeah. Hmm. I would How like about, to vote. Um, well, uh, today was the day that we're recording was yeah. the 25th anniversary of washing machine by sonic youth which is one of my favorite albums of all time mm. so the diamond c so the diamond c we could do all 19 minutes of the diamond c as the yeah outro. we'll make it long enough we'll make it long enough <laughs> nightcore though no oh. diamond c nightcore yo it must exist it can be made we'll find dude. it well yeah we'll make it okay can we do All right, that's my vote. That I, I'll, I'll, something off of washing machine is my vote. Do, do you guys yeah. have any other uh, opinions? That's fine with me. All right. Oh my god, yo, check out this guy's PC, dude. He it's so fucking dusty. Time out. Let me pop. Send this shit over here. Yo, he's got to dust that thing. I drink that. Check that out. Oh my god, dude, what's up with Parker? Why is he looking possessed? He's chilling, dude. That is He's a dusty PC. <clears throat> dude, Parker's such a vibe, dude. We He's should get the only. cats on a pod, dude. Oh, cat-only podcast. Let's go. Yo, Parker, Paradot, and Guns are all talking. Aaron, you should get a cat so we can be a cat oh. podcast. We can yes. go cats. Look at this. You cat shit me. like hairballs. Let's go. Jeff, what kind of cat food do you uh, feed Parker, dude? Uh, Purina Dry. Purina? Bro, you're feeding him kibble? Yeah, that's what he likes. Dog, he's dry as fuck now, dude. He's gonna get <laughs> got a water yeah, we, cat. He's we, we give him some we give him some wet food too every now and then. But uh yeah, I mean it sucks because you know it's better for them to be hydrated so they don't get like UTIs, but I try, man. He likes the fucking dry food. He when we give him the wet food, we put like a bunch of water in it too, so he he like drinks it all up. So he's good. All right, I just found this text from my dad. I I sent him uh, "Killing of Sacred Deer" on Netflix is pretty dang good, and he was like, "Okay, cool." Doctor Sleep is really good if you have watched the original Shining with Nicholson. It's kind of okay until Danny goes back to the Overlooked Hotel, and then it gets really good. But only if you have seen the original for the references, or just read the book. I did that first. Goes back, but not hours back. What does wow. it mean? It's cryptic, dude. Was that from his anyway, letterbox? That's almost as cryptic as the I should give my dad set up a letterbox. Yo, you're right, dude. It'd be so good because like my dad has like that taste in music, like the taste in movies where he like likes a lot of like really good movies, and then he likes like like fucking that new Michael Bay movie on Netflix, and he thought it was sick. <laughs> well, that's it was sick. Six Underground or whatever. It was not, All dude. Right. I had to watch it with him. All I'm right. gonna watch that actually. I'm gonna go Th- and watch that. Thanks for joining us on another episode of you, 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 you. Wouldn't down download a pop pop. Alright. That's it, folks. A podcast and a fucking podcast. Bye. Just fucking left the chat. <laughs> Alright, bye. Take my baby down the street and I buy him a soda pop. He's so sweet. 
Okay. Okay. 